0: American Road Trip Talk begins after this message.
1: Hi everybody, this is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America. And Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system and you're naturally awake, naturally alert, go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. The
0: horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have you along for the ride. Glad to be working alongside Nathan Miller, our producer. This is American Road Trip Talk. We'll be back with the interview right after this. In western Nebraska, Sydney used to be known as the toughest town on the tracks. Today, Sydney is home to family-owned restaurants and vibrant downtown full of unique shops. Plan your trip to Sydney and learn more at sydneyne.com. Make this picture perfect in Oregon's Mount Hood territory. Get into history's interactive side on the Heritage Trail meet baby animals on farm loops and visit vineyards on the new wine trail plan your trip today at MountHoodTerritory.com. are we there yet that's not a question you'll be hearing while cruising around nevada that's because here in the road trip capital of the usa that old cliche about it being the journey that matters more is actually legit in nevada you can kick back in a crowdless state or national park Gaze up at some of the nation's darkest, most star-studded skies. Meander among the world's oldest living trees. Have your breath stolen by the crystal clear waters of Lake Tahoe. All along the way, you will find the kinds of iconic, wide open highways where road trip dreams are made. For insider tips about Nevada road trips and unexpected Silver State destinations, Order your free Nevada Magazine and Visitor Guide today at TravelNevada.com slash travel-guides. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Welcome back to American Road Trip Talk. By the way, happy birthday to our producer, Nathan Miller, getting younger by the day, or maybe older by the day, as we roll through these programs on American Road Trip Talk. Happy birthday, Nathan. Today is our opportunity... I would say at long last, I've looked forward to this for quite a while, meet Jessica Dunham. This lady lives in Phoenix with her husband and two dogs, but inherited a family summer home on Lake Champlain in Vermont. She has since driven from Phoenix to Vermont and back six times, traversed the southwest portion of Route 66 hundreds of times, napped in leafy parks, slept in a wigwam and at a Best Western, Camped in tents, dined at mom and pop eateries, met strangers and made friends in almost every town dotting the highway known as the Mother Road. She's seen the sunrise over Illinois cornfields and watched it set over the Pacific Ocean. After all this, she considers Route 66, the beating heart of Blacktop from Chicago to Santa Monica, home. Welcome, Jessica Dunham. Delighted to meet you at last
2: thank you for having me it is a delight to be here i if you if you can't already tell my favorite thing in the world is if i'm not doing a road trip is to talk about road trips
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving time to plan the next road trip too i'm quite sure and thereby hangs a tale, jessica because You have a revised and updated version of a book that I consider a necessary treasure for anyone planning a road trip. I don't care how many people they pack in their car, leave room for The Open Road, 50 Best Road Trips in the USA. It is chock full of useful information, entertainingly presented. Lushly photographed, it's just a dream come true if you are a road tripper in North America. The open road, 50 best road trips in the USA. Jessica, I ordinarily don't do this, but there's a quote right at the start of the book. I wanted to read the first paragraph because I found it extraordinary. So if you please, let me go ahead and quote you.
2: Of course, as I said, I I don't even know that I could quote myself. So please, thank you.
0: (laughs) We'll, We'll get your reaction to this from your pen and your mind. Even if you've never taken to the highway, elbow hooked over the open window, favorite song blaring, horizon unfurling ahead, you feel something when you hear the words road trip, an adrenaline rush, a shot of exhilaration, the anticipation of discovering something new about the world or perhaps about yourself. Somewhere Jack Kerouac is smiling, Jessica. That was so well-written.
2: Oh, thank you. I I mean, I don't know if you feel this way, but I think that there's so much joy that can come from just anticipating a road trip, planning a road trip, because there are so many possibilities. I mean, I love travel. I love getting on an airplane and going somewhere new and exotic and different but there is a there's there's more planning there's itineraries involved whereas i feel like with a road trip it's kind of up to a bit of your own whimsy um a bit of chance and i think that leaves you open to adventures in a way that maybe you wouldn't be if you you know already had your hotel booked and your flight booked and a cruise booked on another type of vacation
0: yes indeed i have actually had that kind of thought thinking, okay, got to get to the airport. Okay, we landed on time. Got to get uh, a cab. Got to get some form of transportation. Or the family's going to be meeting us in 10 minutes. Let's get the baggage claim. Maybe got to get to a hotel on another trip by such and such time. We don't want to lose that. They overbook, etc., cetera, et cetera, When you are road tripping, you can decide how far you're going to go on a given day. Get up when you want to. Have your coffee when you want to. Your breakfast. Then pack up your duddies and head out. And throughout the day, it seems like there is this magical element of randomness that's thrown into a road trip, which makes it unlike any other means of conveyance or any other journey that you can take. You are on the open road. I mean, it's shades of Route 66, and I mean the TV show.
2: (laughs) And one of the things, I I love how you phrase that a a magic bit of randomness. One of the things that I did in the book to sort of help people say yes if you will to where there where the day might take you was um the book is arranged into nine different regions um and within those regions there are specific road trips usually five to six road trips per region and then within each road trip i've included sidebars that, um, say with less time or connect with another road trip, meaning it is a choose your own adventure book. If you decide I want to do the Pacific coast highway road trip, as Jessica outlined in the book, you can do that turn for turn page by page. But if you're on the Pacific coast highway, there's like a little sidebar in the book that says, Hey, connect with, Uh, the loneliest road, connect with the Oregon Trail, connect with these other things. And then, you know, you're off on a whole new adventure that you hadn't even anticipated.
0: I think hikers would call that a spur, even if it takes you maybe 50 or 100 miles out of your way. And I've been on the loneliest highway in America more than once. I know what that's like. Even it has its own desolate kind of magic to offer that's the joy of the road trip you never know especially the first time you never know exactly what you are going to find what you are going to see and be able to share when you get back home we have all these regions hundreds of road trips you know jessica the challenge in setting up this interview for me was to really put it into a space where people first of all who are in our radio market in the seattle and puget sound area something to offer them that would be among your favorite road trips in the region because you've been every place and this is going to wind up being a multi-interview program believe me i can see that stretching out into the future but for the sake of the pnw and those listening let's concentrate for the balance of our time together today jessica on your favorite your most recommended road trips within washington and oregon perhaps idaho that pnw in that corner of america that so many people whether they live there or not associate with a natural kind of beauty and a magic all its own
2: i think that's a great question and i agree with you i we could probably do an entire episode just on route 66 or (laughs) the loneliest road I'm going to pick, this is a very difficult question. It's hard to pick just one of your favorite road trips. So I'm going to go with something that's a bit of a classic. And it's also one that I just did recently, again, just a few months ago. So it feels very fresh and, and exciting for me. And that is the Pacific Coast Highway. That is Highway 1 in California, and then 101 at Northern part of California, and 101 into Oregon. And in the book, uh, I have an entry for the Pacific Coast Highway road trip in the California chapter, as well as in the Pacific Northwest chapter. So I think in the California chapter, it's it's I ten, I, I've laid it out as an 11-day road trip. And then in the Pacific Northwest chapter, I've laid it out as seven days. So you could really do the whole thing and have kind of an epic, you know, three-week adventure, or you could break it apart. Uh, Have you done the Pacific Coast Highway?
0: It was a long, long time ago. I have tended, I must say, I have to confess here, I-5, I-405 have seen a lot of me over the years because so much of it had to do with commuting rather than traveling. And then I-90 crossing over the northern tier of, states to get to where you live in your heart and soul route 66 i've only been on the tiniest patches of it it's on my bucket list and i understand that uh, isn't it coming up on the 100th anniversary of the mother
2: it'll be a hundred years in 2026 so Uh, That gives everyone listening about a year and a half to plan (laughs) because you will definitely want to do Route 66 when it hits its centennial. So many of the states are going to be planning all kinds of um, historic car fun runs and other celebratory events during the centennial. So for those people who don't know, Route 66 uh, starts in Chicago and goes all the way to Santa Monica. Santa Monica also being a place that is along the Pacific Coast Highway route outlined in the book. So that's a perfect little spur, if you will.
0: Yes, exactly. And you brought up Pacific Coast Highway. What? means so much to you about that particular route. We want to get people out there and excited about having the kinds of adventures, though it's particular to the individual, but the sort of adventure that you have enjoyed so many times. You're the expert.
2: I think that the Pacific Coast Highway is special, very special, in that it showcases the sheer breadth and depth of our country's Vastness in our country's changing geography and topography, even though it's along the coastline the whole way. So you're, you're getting the Pacific Ocean right to your side the entire way. The, the way the land changes from San Diego, which is at the southern tip of the Pacific Coast Highway, all the way up to Seattle is astonishing. You can be on these bright, beautiful, wide, windswept, sandy beaches in Southern California. You can go through your major cities, Los Angeles, San Francisco. And then as you get north, things get rockier and craggier and lighthouses start to dot the the coastline. And then once you get into Oregon, it's fog. It's, It's Cape Perpetua. It's these um the devil's punch bowl which is this huge naturally made basin where the ocean just crashes in and sprays and it's it it's like nothing i've ever seen before i mean every bend in the road is a new sight line
0: a new sight line and here's the big question i have in regards have the people there who are in charge in these municipalities or countywide regionally do they keep an eye on the heritage of the highway itself? Because it, it, it would be a tragedy, in my opinion, not to dr- dramatize it too much. But it, if every place gets to look like every place else, you really haven't gone anywhere when you travel. A road trip needs to be unique, at least in my imagination. It has something to offer where you only see it perhaps once right then and right there because the locals designed it that way. They intended it to be that way.
2: Yeah, I think that's true. And that's something you'll find on any of these sort of longer routes, whether it's a north to south route like the Pacific Coast Highway or the Loneliest Road or Route 66, where yes, each community, each city, has its own take on on the route and its own way of welcoming visitors through and i think with the pacific coast highway there's one uh town that comes to mind that i think is a beautiful example of what you're asking and that is this very small fishing community in oregon um called Waldport. and it's small it's just like a very it's a dot on the map but as you go through Pull off on the side of the road and stop in line at this bakery called the Pacific Coast Sourdough or Pacific Sourdough Bakery. You'll be standing in line with other road trippers, locals, people who come every single Thursday for the French sourdough and people who come every single Friday for the croissants. And that is a locally run place. And I think that is a beautiful example of how people who live in these, in these towns and these regions want to show what their culture is and what their community is all about. And, um, that's why a road trip, like I say, stop, pull over. If you see a little festival happening, get out of your car and join it. And that is how you can really see, you know, what the whole route is about.
0: And in terms of other routes there, I mean, Washington and Oregon, you can go to the sea, you can go to the mountains, you can cross from Seattle to Spokane if you want. Of course, there we're talking about I-90. But within all that, it seems to me that there is a web, a rich web of experience To be had if you were willing to plot out, to plan out, to anticipate, and then leave room for the unexpected. As many times as many hundreds of road trips that you've made, Jessica, you must have picked up a certain strategy like, okay, I know how to play this game. And anything you can share with our listeners who want to entertain thoughts of their own road trip would be very valuable advice in addition to buying the book.
2: Well, and this is going to sound like a plug for my own book, but really what I have found very valuable over the years is seeking out a reliable source material. And what I like about the moon travel guides uh, is that they're all written by people who have you know, boots on the ground, tires on the road, people who have done the work and are actually sharing their tips and their tricks and their suggestions. And I also always, I... I get a book, whether it's the National Parks book or a road trip book, and I sit with it for, you know, a couple of weeks before we go. And I sort of pick out these are some things I think would be really fun. These are places where I might want to stay a little bit longer. And then once I'm on the road, if something seems appealing, I already have kind of my loose framework of what I want to do. But then I'm allowing for myself to get taken in by a sunset and linger a little longer, you know, on the coast of Big Sur.
0: Big Sir, and it's important to look ahead and just to, to stay abreast of the news because Big Sir didn't they some time ago and I, I'm not sure of the time frame, but they had a collapse with the highway. I mean they had big problems there and anybody wanting to travel it really had to reconnoitre and maybe reconsider.
2: They did, yes. And I also experienced that earlier this year, I took a a big road trip from Phoenix, Arizona, where I am all the way up to the Oregon coast, as I said, and one of my goals was to hit a lot of the national parks. So Yosemite and Kings Canyon and Death Valley and some some of the national parks in California. And Because there was so much rain and so much snow, a lot of those national parks were closed way later. You know, their seasons lasted way later than they ever expected. So even though I had planned to go to Sequoia and Kings Canyon, it wasn't open on the way. So we ended up going to Carmel by the sea and spending a couple extra days in Carmel before we kept moving up the coast to Redwoods National Park, one of my very favorites.
0: And just think of it, we're just talking California now. Carmel by the Sea, Monterey, Sequoia, Kings Canyon. I've been, I went there as a kid and I went there in my uh, mid to late 30s there. And uh, the tall trees are still there. They're still tall. They're, it's, just, <laughs> it's glory. You wonder about the wildfires. Oy. But uh, having been there, just extraordinary times. And the thing about California is that if you want mountains, they've got them. If you want big time entertainment with all those freeways, L.A., San Francisco, the Bay Area, Southern California, all the way down to San Diego, they've got that. You want forest? They've got that. You want the shore? Of course, they've got that. If you want rivers and lakes, they've got that. It's this place where it is whatever you choose to have it mean and you plan your travels accordingly. There in California, I think that's true as no other place in America, in my opinion.
2: I would agree. I would agree. And I I would say similarly, um, the Southwest has a lot of very surprising things like that as well. Big cities. And then suddenly you're in the you're in the volcanic mountains and the high forests, and then you're in the low desert area. I think a good rule of thumb, I would say, for readers and uh, listeners planning a road trip is kind of follow the uh, top three list, right? So what are, what are the three things that you absolutely want to see or want to do on this trip? When you get back home, what do you want to say? I did these three things. And beyond that, let the road trip uh, kind of dictate what's going to happen and where you're going to go. Let the road kind of fill in those other blanks. It doesn't have to be, you know, we have to follow this um, itinerary to the letter. I would say pick three things, pick three priorities, and then after that, you know, see see where your heart goes.
0: See where your heart goes and leave those spaces open because more than once I've been on the road there and whatever schedule we had, there was put off just a little bit. And it was okay by me because I met an interesting couple or an interesting individual and got talking with them. And I didn't want it to be high and goodbye. I wanted to find out their story. What has their life been like? What insights do they have? Yes, you can do it on a plane. I've done it that way, too. But there's nothing like meeting people on a road trip where it's more relaxed and you really get to know as many people as time will allow if you are open to that and then they get to know you.
2: I couldn't agree more. And that just happened to me on this Pacific Coast Highway trip I was talking about. We stopped at a brewery in this again, a little town in Oregon called Yahats, which is right on 101 and stopped to have a a beer and ended up meeting a gentleman who lived in a nearby town. And not only did we make friends with him that day, he invited us over to dinner with him and his wife at his house. We had a lovely dinner where they cooked for us. And then he offered passes to the um Oregon Coast Aquarium which is in Newport also on the Pacific Coast Highway because he had used to volunteer there and he had these extra passes and I I can't tell you that I had the Oregon Coast Aquarium on my list of things to see and do for that particular trip um but it was meeting this gentleman at a brewery that inspired me to do it and I I I it couldn't have been more wonderful going to that aquarium I got to see the uh gigantic Pacific octopus, which hides in this little cave inside the (laughs) And that was, you know, that was something that wasn't on my bucket list, but now I tell everybody to go do it.
0: Oh yeah, exactly what we're talking about today, that up pops the octopus. Here you go, you know, it's a brand new experience. (laughs) The unexpected, that's part of the joy of road trip traveling for sure. I also uh, can recall a conversation I had many, many years ago with the gentleman that ran a motor lodge. There, I was asking, how to get to the beach from here? I was in Eugene. So in the Eugene-Springfield area, I think Yaha, is the closest beach, if you go perhaps at a tangent heading toward the coast, that you can get there. But you can also get to, depending on how far you want to go, in Lincoln City, you can go to Coos Bay, you can go to Florence, you can go to Cannon Beach, you can go to Seaside, of course. All of those places right along that rim, separating the land from the Pacific in Oregon. And many people uh, will come back from a road trip saying, you know what, on the West Coast, it's the prettiest beach I ever went to in Oregon, on the shore, they felt like it was just the loveliest.
2: Yes, it it, it really is. And I also did something that I had, again, not planned to do not really thought I was going to be interested in. But what's very popular along the Oregon coast uh, is tide pooling. So waiting for the tide to go out and then, you know, clumping out onto the rocks and seeing all of like the teeny tiny colorful sea creatures that live in the shallow waters of the tide pools. And uh, I met someone who was actually tide pooling at Seal Beach and she was an artist and she suggested that I um, tide pool and I had never done it before. I thought it was going to be to be quite honest, boring. <laughs> and I was there for hours as the just wait, you know, as the tide came in. I didn't want it to end, taking pictures after pictures. And it was fascinating.
0: Oh, absolutely. I can't imagine where you are central to the experience. It's never going to be boring, Jessica. <laughs> you don't give yourself enough credit. So <laughs> I would be your promoter. <laughs> the book is called The Open Road: 50 Best Road Trips in the USA, Jessica Dunham. D-U-N-H-A-M is the author. She has, it's revised, it's updated. And this version is just out this week, as a matter of fact, hot off the presses, as they say. Don't make the mistake, folks, of thinking, well, 50, that'll be kind of a nice thin volume to read 50 best road trips. It's not concise. Isn't it well over a thousand pages?
2: It's a it's a doozy. It's a big book. As I said, there are nine regions, which is including uh, Hawaii and Alaska, Within each of those regions, there's five to seven road trips. One of the quote-unquote regions is only cross-country trips. So if you're interested in doing a coast-to-coast adventure, there's a whole section on that. So it's not a light read, but as you mentioned, there is full-color photography, gorgeous, gorgeous photos of every single trip coast to coast, north to south. Uh, And there's even one of my very favorite things is there's a giant fold out map. And as, as a road tripper, I love a paper map. I love an atlas. I love a paper map. I always suggest to people to have one in your vehicle in those instances when your GPS or your Siri isn't working. And so we have that
0: thank you jessica dunham we will do this again so many regions to cover we've we've got we have to sign a contract we will have you back in soon thank you jessica
2: you're so welcome thank you for having me
0: and the book again the open road 50 best road trips in the usa thank you ladies and gentlemen for tuning in to american road trip talk along with thomas and becky rapp co-founders of american road magazine we remind you to visit our website americanroadmagazine.com to preview the current issue until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American
1: road. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detail in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.